0: sports fans welcome back to the ksn underground podcast my name is brian geely and i am the host of your podcast i have assembled a great show for you here today and i'm not just saying that to keep you tuned in and listening on we're going to be talking about some updates that's happened with the show we're going to be talking to coach Lee a little bit later we have senior daniel yancey on the show a little bit later uh before we get all that though how was your weekend? What did you guys do this weekend? You know, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of different uh, activities happening in the basin. If you're watching on social media, let us know in the comments below what you've been doing. What what are you up to right now? I was able to kind of sneak away this last weekend, got up, uh, went out for a drive in my 4x4 vehicle, and uh, went up around Fort Klamath and explored some of the mountain roads over there. Wasn't doing any hunting. I know it's hunting season, but we went up there and took a look around and Found my way up to the, nearly to the Sky Lakes wilderness, come across an old fire, an old timber burn out there. It was kind of fun to get out and explore and have a little me time. And, and what do you guys do? What do you do for some me time? I just want to know and let me know in the comments below what it is that, you know, you, what, what do you like to do? Do you just uh, relax at home? Are you a type of person that tinkers in the garage? Uh, maybe you got a, uh, an old car you like to work on or or who knows? Maybe you maybe going to the gym is your thing or going going fishing is your thing. Let us know. I'm, I'm curious. So if you've been listening along, you know, our last couple of episodes, we break the show down into a couple of different sections. The first one we've been interviewing and talking with Coach Lease. This week's no different. We got him on the show. The second section is our featured interview, where we've been talking to players on the Vikings. We've been talk we talked with Josh Eldridge the other week. Uh, he is a sports personality for My Basin and 960 Sports. I've kind of gone and done some rebranding on those segments. We're trying to constantly improve the show. The first one we'll now refer to as "Talking Vikes. We're going to still be talking with coaches, possibly players, about what's going on with Mazama Vikings Athletics. There's going to be all sorts of different things happening there. As we move forward, we'll be talking to head coaches for basketball. In spring season, we'll be talking baseball, softball. A lot of cool things are going to be happening there. Our second section, as you've heard before, is our featured interview that's currently uh, sponsored by our friends up at Bravada Brew House. That's a pretty cool place up on Campus Square. If you haven't uh, checked them out, I highly recommend doing so. Stop in. Get what I like to get. Get a, a, a vanilla latte or a vanilla mocha. Uh, I like to get mine iced. I don't know about you guys. What do you like? Do you like your coffee hot or do you like your coffee iced? I'm an iced coffee kind of guy, uh, unless it's like 20 degrees outside. So today on Talking Vikes, We are visiting once again with Mazama Vikings head coach, Vic Lease. Uh, We're going to be talking about last week. Last week, they faced Cascade at home. It was the matchup of the Oregon 4A. At the time, it was the fourth-ranked Cascade Cougars here in town, taking on the fifth-ranked Mazama Vikings. It was... The highest matchup of the week there was also another big game between banks and hidden valley over the weekend as well banks absolutely routed hidden valley and kind of handed it to them just a little bit over there in in grant's pass at one point here in town the vikes were down by three scores facing the cougars of cascade but they came back and we're going to talk about that they came back they brought it within three points they had a chance at the end unfortunately they didn't get the w but they did learn a lot about the team, and uh, we're going to be talking to Coach Lise about that. We're going to be talking with him about uh, this Friday's appointment, Eagle Point. It's 5A school out of the Rogue Valley, the Eagle Point Eagles. We're going to be talking about the Vikings team health. And uh, for those wondering rankings on the schools, when I talked to Coach Lee the other day, rankings were not out just yet on the OSAA 4A coaches poll. The OSAA rankings were out, that's based on statistics and numbers getting crunched here on the games. This early in the season, it's kinda not the most accurate system of measurement for the schools and for the teams. The coaches poll does that for us very well. Most of those coaches take into effect the strength of schedule and things like that that come into play. As we're talking here, it did come out. Coach's poll, Mazama is ranked sixth. They do have the two losses, uh, one and two on the season, uh, but those losses came at Marshfield, the number one rated 4A team in the state. They're absolutely walloping on people. Uh, they knocked out a very good Washington team this last weekend as well. Mazama's ranked ninth in the OSAA rankings. Henley has actually had an impressive season so far this year. They're 3-0 and on the season. They haven't really been truly tested yet. They've played some opponents that aren't the best in the 4A, uh, one being uh, Wairika, not even in the 4A out of California. They are currently ranked 7th in the coaches poll and 10th in the OSAA rankings. More on the rankings and and information there on our website at KlamathSports.net. You can find more information there. Uh, It is shaping up in two weeks. Mazama travels to Henley and they face each other on Hill O'Brien Field. That's going to be a heck of a matchup. It's how they're both starting league play this year. It is going to be a fantastic match that I cannot wait for as well it's uh, i've been looking to this one when the schedule came out i've been looking forward to this one since day one when uh, i saw this one coming up we talked a little bit about that Henley matchup with uh with coach Lee as well but he really wants to stay focused uh, one week at a time and we spend more time talking about the eagles In our Bravada Brewhouse featured interview, I do speak with Daniel Yancey. Daniel is a senior linebacker for the Vikings. He's a multi-sport athlete. Uh, He's our second of three captains interviews for the Vikings. We're talking to all three captains uh, that were voted on by their team and selected by their teammates. A fourth captain does get picked each week and that's uh, selected by the coaches as well. They kind of rotate that one. We talk with Daniel about what his favorite sport is and spoiler alert, it's not football. We're going to talk about how he got started playing high school athletics, and he also answers our 10 rapid-fire questions everyone's been answering as well. But first, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode. You are KS Insiders. You might be asking, who is a KS Insider? A KS Insider is a financial supporter of Klamath Sports Network. I can hear you now. Ah, sh- He wants money. Before you tune me out, listen to this. KS Insider is a way for fans to support what is done here on Klamath Sports Network, because without your support, content and shows like KSN Underground would not exist. Anyone can be a KS Insider, especially if you love high school athletics. Parents and family of players? Check. Fans of a school or program? Check. Fans of what we do here at Klamath Sports Network? Check. People with a pulse? Check. I invite you to help by pledging as little as $5 per month. Every little bit helps keep me caffeinated and fuel in the tank to cover those road games. For more information, visit clamasports.net and click on the yellow button at the top of the page that says Become a KS Insider. Our program is managed via the Patreon platform. There is no obligation for you to sign up. You can cancel at any time. Pledges start at $5 per month. Content like this cannot be made without support from people like you. Thank you. Now, on to the show. It's now time for talking Vikes. Here's my interview this week with Mazama Vikings head football coach Vic Lease. Looking back at Cascade final 31-28. it didn't uh, look that close in the first half. Total offensive yards three ten to one eighty six. What's your take uh, on what happened in the first half there against Cascade?
1: We didn't come ready to play. There's no way to sugarcoat it. We just didn't come ready to play. They did, and we didn't.
0: One of the things I noticed on the sideline, there wasn't much chatter. It was really quiet. The boys seemed, well, as you put it, not ready to play. Are you guys going to be looking at changing maybe some of that next week, getting that excitement going from the very beginning?
1: You know, I, I think we have. We kind of approached things differently on Monday than we have the last few weeks. And I think I think you will see a different team starting the game on Friday than you have. It was very similar to Marshfield. I didn't believe we were ready to play against Marshfield either mentally. And uh, and it just kind of magnified.
0: Total offensive yards, you guys uh, held Cascade to just 58 years yards in the second half. You guys got 148 yourself. Uh, What did you do? What halftime adjustments did you guys make?
1: We didn't. I mean, to be quite honest with you, we didn't. We didn't feel like we were doing anything that we hadn't game plan for that wouldn't be successful. We felt like our defense was the correct defense to defend them, and we felt like our offensive game plan was exactly what we needed to do. And and we just told them at halftime we need to start playing, playing the way we're capable of playing and executing on offense and defense. And we definitely needed to tackle better. I mean, we hit that quarterback and running back I don't know how many times in their backfield or at the line of scrimmage, and the kid either gained five or six. More yards or broke tackles and made a big run and that's just effort you know that's just effort and desire and challenge the boys to have a better second half to start playing and executing and they did
0: so i went back and i looked couldn't remember the last uh home loss here at viking field that wasn't a playoff game i went back and i looked it was september 16 2016 six seasons ago there was a 20 game uh, home winning streak regular season streak here that cascade happened to snap uh do the boys know this have they seen this
1: um no i don't i think they know what our record has been over the last you know since we took over the program our home record i believe is until last friday it was 33 and four we've lost four games at home in a span of eight years this being our ninth, that now we're now we're 33 and five so they do know that that was addressed that one of the main things when we came in and took over this program was to be tough at home and when people came to viking field you know they they knew they were in for it a long night yeah they know they they definitely know
0: seeing how things went last week got eagle point 5A school you're at home it's your second of four games at home again eagle point being a 5A school they're 2 and 1 on the season they uh lost to churchill 28 to 35 they defeated springfield 24 to 7 and Willamette 13 to 6 what's your scouting report on them are you guys concerned with uh, eagle point
1: yeah, they're they're an explosive offensive team. They can make big plays, and that's what they did in a number of those games. They one game they broke off a big touchdown pass, another one they broke off a big run. And we just have to, you know, play solid defense and not give up the big play. If we do that, we'll be okay Friday night. They have some significant size. They're big. Their roster shows a number of kids over two hundred pounds, over six foot. And, you know, traditionally they have gotten out of their forty three defense and gotten into an eight man front against us to stop our running game. It'll be interesting to see. I anticipate us playing a lot better this Friday night than we did last Friday night. I believe we'll start, we'll play all four quarters and get things going. You know, our focus is to continually improve and uh, we didn't start the game like we wanted to. So that's an area we need to improve this Friday night. That's, that's, and that's going to be one of our
0: focal. You guys faced uh, Eagle Point last spring in Eagle Point. Is this going to be the same team or are they a little different?
1: No, they, well, they do have a lot of kids coming back. They have a number of kids. I, I believe coach Fullerton told me they had about eight kids on offense coming back and i think they got about six or seven kids coming back on deep they got a lot of players uh talented players that are getting used to this new coach's system they're going to be tough they're two and one for a reason you know they've been able to execute and get some things done and be successful they haven't played at home either you know they they, they've had a home game but it's at a different field because of smoke and they're going to be on the road again so they're they're seasoned when it comes to traveling and being on the road you know that's not going to be an issue it's going to be like a home game for them Friday night, because I mean, we're probably the closest that they've played since the start of this.
0: I would imagine their fan base is going to be coming over here. They're going to oh, have a yes. pretty good strong visitor section. Oh yes. There's no doubt about it. looking at those guys, looking at the Eagles. Who, who are you watching out for? Who's their skill players?
1: They have a, a middle linebacker that is um, pretty good player. He's not very big, but um, he's he's a very physical kid and he reads really well. And his name's Isaiah Hill. He's scrappy. He started for him as a sophomore, and he just so happens to be the nephew of our building principal here. So he's he's physical kid and he gets after it. He he's also a running back for him and he runs the ball really well. The other running back they have is David Brown. He's a little bigger. He's about six foot, 160 pounds, and he runs the ball pretty well. And so those two kids offensively and defensively play pretty well they have another linebacker josh i believe it's ban he's six foot uh, 155 pound kid but he's physical and he gets after it so we're you know their quarterback he's a new kid not the same kid they had last year the kid that they played quarterback last year is now a defensive back but caleb lacy or caden lacy excuse me six foot three 210 pound kid Uh, he likes to sling it they're pretty balanced on offense run pass and he's got he's got a really good receiver in uh, in Jimmy Copeland. Uh, he's six foot 180 pounds, senior, split in for him. And he, you know, they put him on the perimeter, try to put him in space, and make some things happen. And they got a couple other good receivers too. But that number eleven, he's he's their go-to guy. He's he's the one they like most. So we're just gonna have to keep an eye on him and play good defense. So.
0: This will be kind of the first balanced team that you'll face this year. Marshfield was a little heavier on the pass, and and last week Crater was more of the balanced team I guess of all the ones that you faced so far but last weekend it was pretty heavy on the run as well uh what's what's your guys gonna do to get ready uh, on defense to be ready for that balanced offense
1: we have every one of their game films so we we've, we've broken them down pretty thoroughly we have everything they've ran the last three weeks you know that's what we'll do we'll put a scouting book together and we'll we'll you know show the boys their plays over and over and over again their favorite ones by the percentages anyways. That's what we do, you know, every week. And so the more film we have, the better off we are. Boys will watch film today at lunchtime and um, start g- getting them figured out what they like to do, you know, what their personality is in each position. And um, that's the biggest thing to prepare them, especially defensively. Offensively, you know, we'll we'll look at a couple of players on their team defensively, who we think that is going to be strong for them, who we think that might we might be able to get some things done against. You know, we analyze that, and of course, we put our package together and our game plan with that with that focus. Now, with a week like this coming in, and they change their defense, we're going to have to figure it out really fast on what they did personnel-wise, how they're going to attack us defensively. We know they're not going to sit back and just let us do what we want to do. They're going to they're gonna to try to mess some things up for us and try to give us some problems. Cascade did that last Friday. They did some X stunts off the edge, and we caught them in that stunt a couple of times, and they caught us stunt a couple of times. But um, when we have our head up and we can see it coming, we usually can, can block those types. We anticipate them trying to blitz us. Uh, inside with their linebackers and keep our heads up. We pick those up. That could that could go in our favor.
0: Four weeks in, we're starting our, our fourth week here. It's fourth game for you guys. How are the boys handling up? You guys got any injuries on the on the team yet? Yeah,
1: we're we're a little banged up. You know, Cascade is a physical football team, and we're a little dinged up right now. We have a running back that's a little banged up. We have, well, we have two uh, running backs that are a little banged up. One more from Cramps than anything else, but uh, Zeke took some shots on Friday night. You know, he's he's in question whether or not he will start on Friday. We're looking at some other kids. Line-wise, you know, we we look okay, um, but it's tough. we got a lot of guys going both ways, and this is one of the groups that we've had since we've been here that we have a lot of kids going both ways. So we'll just have to wait and see as the week progresses if we're going to be healthy or not. On. But Zeke's going to be the tough one to replace if he can't go on Friday.
0: Well, hopefully a few days off rest, not having to worry about a game will help Zeke get right. ready for Friday. Right.
1: We're going to keep him out of practice today, so we're going
0: to make him stand. Uh, last week, it might have been two weeks ago on the show. Here, we were talking a bit about strength of schedule. Put a stronger preseason non league games together to help your your team get ready for league contest. You've been correct me if I'm wrong. This will be going for your eighth league championship in a row. Yes. Having a stronger uh, opponents in your preseason in your non league games really does help put that forward on the league season. Uh, Number one, Marshfield. You played number six. They were number six at the time, 5A Crater, number four Cascade, and now 5A Eagle Point. Looking two weeks down the road, you got Henley as the the league opener at Henley. How are these games going to prepare you for Henley?
1: We believe Henley will be one of the more competitive teams in our league. That was the whole reason behind the preseason. We thought we would be pretty good again even though we lost a ton of kids and we only had a couple kids returning on defense and three kids returning on offense we felt like we're still going to be a top caliber team and i believe we are we just haven't progressed as fast as i've liked henley's going to be tough you know they're they're three and oh right now they're they're talking up a storm over there in south county you know how they're going to get after us and everything so we look forward to it it's a rivalry game ku's rivalry game south side series and we've been working towards evening up that series because henley leads in that series we got to take care of eagle point this friday and and do what we need to do but you know henley's always in the back of our mind and we we, you know we're looking forward to that contest you know we believe we've played the tougher schedule fared fairly well you know we're down by two scores to the number one team in the state and i believe cascade is probably the third or fourth ranked team in the state right now and they probably are the third or fourth ranked team legitimately in the state right now and we lost to them by three points we feel pretty good about it Feel you know crater's tough and eagle point's going to be tough to 5a schools. so you know preseason will speak for itself
0: the game against Crater, or excuse me, against Cascade, you guys were down three scores, and you were able to bring it back within three points. That speaks volumes right there. There was a chance, and you guys had an opportunity. Unfortunately, it didn't go the way we were hoping it would go, but Cascade's a tough team, as yeah. you said, and, and, and the OSAA rankings came out yesterday, I believe, and they're in the fourth in that one. I'm still waiting to see the coaches poll come out as the time we're talking here today. Uh, I'm not sure where they're going to fall in there. We will drop a couple spots in the in the coaches, uh, and then the OSAA rankings, it was nine.
1: I don't know if we will, to be honest with you. You know, the coaches that are voting I think they're paying attention to what's going on. They know Cascade's really good. They know Marshfield's good. Marshfield made a huge statement last week by beating Prairie out of Washington. Prairie is a a power in Washington. And that was like them beating Prairie was like us beating Thurston last year. Very similar. And so for us to hang with Marshfield being down a couple of scores and being right there with Cascade, I I think the coaches are going to recognize. I doubt we drop out of the top five. If we do, we'll probably slip to six.
0: That's the nice thing about the coaches' polls. They are taking that strength of schedule into consideration where the OSA rankings is purely statistical. Yes, it's all numbers. It's all numbers there. So, Coach, it's good to talk with you here today. Thank you for being on. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, not at all. Just uh, appreciate
0: being on your show and uh, keep doing a good job. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. Uh, Thanks for being on once again. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Leese, for taking time out of your busy day to talk with us here on the KSN Underground Podcast. We very greatly appreciate your input as to what's happening in Viking Nation. And now, the Bravada Brewhouse featured interview with Daniel Yancey. Daniel started playing football his freshman year. This being his senior year, he was voted as one of three team captains by his teammates. We talked a little bit about that earlier. We're going to talk a little bit more with Daniel and uh, what inspires him, who he admires, uh, who he thinks is his biggest fan. we got more with Daniel right here. So, Daniel, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So how long have you been playing football?
2: I've kind of been off and on with football. I'd like play a couple of years and then I'd take a couple of years off. I started in like third grade and then played seventh grade. Or no, I played sixth grade, skipped seventh grade, played eighth. And then I think it was Isaac Pena actually talked me into playing high school football freshman year. And after freshman year, I just loved it so much. I had to play again. I just stayed with it ever since.
0: What's been your favorite position you've played?
2: Sixth grade, I weighed too much in Pop Warner to play with my age guys. So I had to play up. And so I was like the 10-play guy, didn't get much playing time. And one of my coaches... I actually noticed that I had to get in before the game was over so that I had to give him my plays. So he just threw me in at corner just like so I could be out there. I kind of liked it a lot because I got guys that were my size, guys that were shorter because I was a short fat guy in sixth grade. I thought that was kind of fun. And then um, I really enjoy middle linebacker as well. I like just being able to be able to fly around and make a play.
0: Why have you chosen to keep playing football? You said you played off and on, but you caught into high school ball and you've been loving it ever since. Why have you chosen to keep playing?
2: I had a blast my freshman year, actually. So um, in Pop Warner, I didn't really have much fun because once again, I was the 10 play guy. Didn't get much playing time. Freshman year, I finally got the playing time that I liked. I was playing on the line, either a guard or a tackle and uh, middle linebacker as well. It was just so fun with the guys I was playing. Brandon Gailey, Caden Bolanos, Isaac Pena, Aiden Kin, Nathan Tramp. It was just, it was a blast. And we had a great year. I think we went 8-0 that year, and we just had such a fun time playing. And so I had to come back my sophomore year, and I just kept having fun every year. It was mainly with the guys that were there, just being able to play with them and have a blast!
0: Uh, lots of stories. I'm sure you could tell from those bus rides as well.
2: Oh yeah, I'm not. Gonna,
0: I'm not going to ask you those stories, but <laughs> I might want to hear them sometime. Yeah. Uh, so 60 minutes before kickoff, what is your routine? Are you the dude with the headset, kind of chilling out, or are you in the one in the corner? Are you, you the hype man? You getting everybody pumped? What, what's happening 60 minutes before a game?
2: Um, I'm kind of the quiet guy. In my opinion, everybody has their own. Like some people find it well to hype each other up. I don't really like to get hyped up 60 minutes before a game. Maybe like 10 minutes in before. Mm-hmm. I used to be the headphone guy. Sometimes I'll forget my headphones, so I just kind of like mentally prepare. But um, I'll sit and visualize my jobs, see my success on the field for the future. So
0: You're kind of uh, thinking about uh, the things that you want to happen. Yeah. Um, so you're a multi-sport athlete. You're playing football, basketball, and you throw on track. What is uh, your favorite sport you like to play?
2: Uh, it's got to be basketball. I've been playing basketball ever since I was little, and I've
0: enjoyed it ever since I was little. What is it about basketball that keeps bringing you back to that sport?
2: uh just it's so fun i I just like the versatility it has with how you can do everything you don't have to do just one thing you're able to shoot the ball dribble the ball block a shot steal the ball anything like you shoot a three layup mid-range there's just so much to it that never gets boring for me
0: Uh, do you have any plans after high school yet
2: i looked into being a teacher Believe it or not. And uh, I looked into it pretty deeply. And then uh, this year I took a psychology class and I really liked psychology. I'm going to look both ways.
0: Is there a specific type of teaching or a grade level that uh, you had your interest?
2: Kind of older kids, kind of. So, like uh, middle school, high school. I don't think that I would have the patience to deal with some of these elementary kids, but uh, middle school and high school, definitely.
0: I could see that. I could totally see that. Yeah. If you were to go down that road, would you look into coaching while you're doing it?
2: Absolutely. I would love to coach.
0: Education or psychology is what you're kind of leaning into. Have you got a school? Are you looking to maybe play ball in college?
2: I thought about it, but I'm not 100% set in stone on what's going to happen in my life yet. So I'm just kind of looking around right now, seeing interest. See if those offers come in first? (laughs) I mean, maybe.
0: (laughs) Very good. Well, uh, Daniel, this is the time that we got our 10 rapid fire questions. You're not supposed to think about them. You're supposed to answer. You ready? Yep. All right. We'll start off right off the bat. Ducks or beavers? Ducks. Ducks. You're the first guy to say ducks here on the show. Uh, what's your favorite pro football team?
2: Minnesota Vikings or New York Giants.
0: Okay. I said one. You can't get two.
2: All right. All right. Uh, let's go Minnesota.
0: All right. Minnesota it is. Who is your favorite pro athlete?
2: He's not alive anymore, but Kobe Bryant definitely has to be mine.
0: Yeah, as a baller, I can see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, who do you admire most?
2: Ah, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I gotta go with my cousin Taylor. Yeah, and why? Um, He's always been someone that I could look up to. He's in the medical field now. He's living exactly how you'd wanna live right now. And um, he's always been there for me. He's always giving me advice. Every time I traveled to Reno to go see him, first thing he'd do is include me in on him and we'd go outside and just start playing. It was like we never left each other. It was like we were always next to each other. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So yeah. It's More like a brother. Yeah, it was,
2: it was exactly like a Big Brother.
0: Very cool. What is your most disliked food?
2: That's a hard one. Uh, I'd like to eat, so that's definitely going to be a hard one. I got to go with broccoli.
0: Oh, yeah, those, those green tree bush oh, yeah. things. Yeah, not That's a, not food. Not a fan. <laughs> you said you like to eat a lot of things. I'm going to add another one in here. What's your favorite food?
2: That's a tough one. I can't. I, I really like Alfredo. I, I'm a big fan of Mexican food, anything Mexican. Every time I get money— First place I'm going to is Cholito's.
0: Not sponsored by Cholito's, but hey, if you're listening, (laughs) is it uh, Disneyland or Six Flags for you?
2: Probably Six Flags because I just can't remember Disneyland. I was too young when we went. We actually went on an eighth grade trip to Six Flags. Remembering Six Flags, it was pretty fun.
0: What would you say is your dream car?
2: Well, maybe like a 67 Mustang because my dad has one. We still got to work on it to get it running.
0: What do you want to do when you grow up?
2: Um, Like I said, teacher, probably. That's the most that I've looked into was teaching. Nothing else really inspired me as much.
0: Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla, yep. Uh, Who would you say is your biggest fan?
2: I have multiple. My mother and my grandparents, they've always came to every game. My grandpa's always calling me saying, hey, what time's your game? Where are you playing? When our games got changed, I think he was the first one to call me, actually, and say, hey, what's going on? Where am I Where am I going? You got to let me know. And I said, it's been five minutes since we changed the game. I can't. I, I, I knew right now. So I told him. And sure enough, he was there and got a picture with him after the game because he was so excited to see me.
0: What would you say to your grandpa right now?
2: Thank you for everything. He's been there ever since I could.
0: Grandpas are pretty special people, aren't they? Yes. All right. Well, Daniel, I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, Go Vikes. We'll see you out on the field. Thank you, Daniel, for being on the show this week and providing some insight information on your high school life and, and career and goals and where you want to go with things. Thanks for being on the show, Daniel. As we wrap up this podcast today, I want to take a look around the Skyline Conference. And this weekend, number 7 Henley is 3-0 on the season. They travel up to Milwaukee. It's a suburb of Portland there in southeast Portland. They're going to have their hands full with Milwaukee up there. It's going to be an interesting game. Our friend Josh Eldridge, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, he is going to have the call on that game. They're going to be streaming it. Live through my basin. So, if you're not able to travel with the Hornets, uh, definitely check out that game as well uh, online. Uh, north valley is hosting elmira north is two and one on the season hidden valley will travel to sweet home hidden valley is one and one on the season they lost to banks last weekend got routed 35 to nothing um at home they got blanked at home by banks banks is a powerful team power powerful team uh sweet homes two and one on the season they're at home so it's gonna be interesting to see if hidden valley is able to come back after last week's loss Klamath Union will host Madras, Madras 1-1 on the season, Klamath Union 0-2. The Pelicans are off to a rough start this year. They've already uh, lost the game due to cancellation. They had to play in Burns. They've had had a rough go of it this season, and it's going to be nice to see if they can uh, put a win in the column against Madras at home. It's their home opener. Phoenix, they're 0-3 this week. They're off. They don't have a game scheduled this week. It wasn't a cancellation. They just don't have one scheduled this week. Phoenix gets a week to recover. It'll be interesting to see what happens overall with Phoenix as well. I'm really excited to see that Phoenix even has a team. They were able to sport up a team in the spring as well. The talent Phoenix area over there got hit by those fires a year ago. And it's really nice to see, even though if they may be struggling a little bit to get some wins out there, it's awesome to see that they're able to bring a team together and keep it going. You know, there's there's a lot of things that community over there is having trouble with the fact that they're able to have those players out there and play the game and has been absolutely amazing. I'm I'm really happy to see the Pirates being able to pull something together. As we talked a little bit about already, 5A Eagle Point, two and one on the season is going to be at number six Mazama. They're one and two. Uh, This is our KSN game of the week. We will be there from the sidelines providing updates. Uh, When I say we, it's me. I'm going to be there from the sidelines providing updates from the game. You can follow us on our social media for those updates. Uh, I'll also be there with the Vikings pregame show one hour before kickoff. We're going to be talking uh, the latest developments surrounding the games. uh, If there's any uh, new injuries, Uh, we're going to be looking for players to watch on both games as well. We're going to be doing our analysis on that as well. I do want to thank our sponsors here today. You, the KS Insiders and Bravada Brewhouse. Uh, for helping bring this content to you. For my guests this week, Coach Vic Leese and Dan O'Yancey, I am Brian Gailey, and we will see you out on the field.